Hey, Bennett. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Episode 22. Oh, I see what you did there. This, so yeah, this is episode 22 of what's quickly becoming a Taylor Swift fan podcast. It's not my fault she releases a new song like every six hours it's on the lead up to her album. It's true. Does she have a new music video for this one yet? Not yet. We have to She's wait. She's like one behind with the music videos. Okay. It, I, I think she should have done a Beyonce and just dropped a full, like, full music video for, movie, each, yeah. for each song. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know if you'd call it a fan podcast. I, I am a big fan of hers, but right. I don't know that we're always super. How are you feeling with these new beats? I I'm not really buying it so far. I I like that she's trying to experiment with some of her rhyme schemes, but hmm. you're very um, picky when it comes to rhymes. Yeah, it's not really working for me. Hmm. I, I don't know, and she's doing a lot of like kind of spoken word. <laughs> something that's not quite singing like she's almost trying to be hip-hop but she's not yeah. and um it feels like she's trying to jump from now pop to hip-hop and i'm not on that board. is not gonna no yeah uh we'll see i'm still reserving judgment until i can hear the whole album which comes out <sighs> comes out next next week comes out soon okay. so we'll be done with this soon i promise good so this is episode 22. We're live from the World Series for a special no, fantasy baseball wrap-up. No, we're not. How about that series, though, honey? I was more excited about the guy that proposed to his girlfriend at the end, one of the players. Yeah, you, did not get, you did not get invested at all during these ridiculous games That's not true. until the I got, proposal. I got invested with the Astros. They had There's just so many home runs. Yeah, Altuve is the most adorable, little, cutest little Munchkin. elf I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so I really loved How that. do you say munchkin in Spanish? Hmm. Probably, how do you say donut in Spanish? It's probably just like the diminutive, diminutive <laughs> donut. donut. Yeah. Um, yeah. Game two was ridiculous. Game five, you didn't even last long enough, but. I was tired. These games are late. It's true. And we're in the central time zone. We get an extra hour compared to, compared to we some people. We need to turn the clocks back this weekend. It's true. Fall back. There's your reminder, kids, for a podcast that you'll listen to after that. You should have <laughs> if changed you haven't your clocks. Have changed your clocks. You've probably been late to work four times by now. Sorry. Um, what else you got? So this is that really awkward time of year where, like, as soon as Halloween ends, it's Christmas. And I know mm-hmm. people like joke about that on social media, but it's pretty much true. In terms of stores and stuff, you're in terms saying? of stores, but also in terms of like memes and in terms of like mm-hmm. um, free form. Formerly ABC Family shoving it down your throat with the countdown. I have to the countdown. I have my rant ready for that. You want to jump into it now? Oh my God! Freeform. Previously ABC Family. Previously Fox Family. Yeah. Wasn't it previously? That? I think so. We'll have to look up the full legacy of it. I think it was just it. the Family Channel or something like that. Uh, we'll find out. Um. So yeah, one bit is that they have now their countdown to the countdown to Christmas that they're advertising. And I know we're old news on this, but you have to remember that we've been in Australia for the past three years. Yeah. Where there's like almost not enough lead up to Christmas because yeah. it's warm out and people are just like, "Yay, school's out, summertime." Yeah. And now we've jumped back into this like November first to shove Christmas down your throat thing, and it's, I don't know, there needs to be a happy medium somewhere. Maybe it's in like Canada. I don't know. Okay. Um, but my bigger problem with this freeform channel this week is, you know, my rant on Harry Potter weekend. Yes, I have that same thing. Which, like, a decade ago used to mean, like, wow, like, once every three months, like, once a quarter. Quarterly. Quarterly. Yeah. 
you would get to see all or most of the Harry Potter movies on ABC and like Family for a weekend. Family gatherings, you put that shit on in the background. Beautiful. It's gold. I'm good at riffing on Harry Potter. Yeah. You know when no one cares about actually watching the movie. So now they're advertising another one. By my count, the sixth in the past eight weeks, probably weekends. And this time they're showing all the cutscenes of just Hermione Granger in the commercials. They're showing in the commercials, the but they're advertising it as this is Harry Potter weekend from Hermione's perspective. You missed the even longer commercial for it, which yeah. was worse. It was like behind every chosen wizard, there's a chosen witch. Right. They're playing it up as if that were they were the love. That's not. Couple. Yeah. I got very upset when I heard that one. So you don't think they're actually doing anything to the movies? Absolutely Maybe not. Maybe some in-between commercial things Someone where they'll do something dumb? Someone got real on the ads and decided that they wanted to do Hermione-centric ones instead. I don't know. The, my more issue with Harry mm. Potter things recently is how every single store is now having like a Harry Potter collection. Like I was fine with the Pottery Barn one because it looked really cool. They obviously okay. actually tried to make it look like furniture but were they selling okay so they have like some sheets up but it's not just like harry's face on it it's like they had a really cool like patronus looking one with like different animals tactful it was tactful Mm. like you could walk in for most of their things you could walk and be like oh that's a cool owl spend an exorbitant amount of money on yeah yeah i'll get there okay um and they had this the one that i really want if we win the lottery is this beautiful mirror that's like supposed to be the mirror of erised uh-huh so it's kind of just like this stylized old-fashioned mirror and it says the backwards You'll see the thing most desire, whatever that phrase is. Of course. But you open it, and it's a jewelry cabinet inside. Oh. It's amazing. Okay. You're, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Sure. It's like $500. It's like a lot. Okay. But it looks like a real piece of furniture. Like, it looks nice. Like, they obviously had actual designers that were inspired by yeah. Harry Potter. The Williams and Sonoma one I saw, it was like someone just went on Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Is that still alive? Yeah. For now? Sure. Anyway, so, like, someone went on Microsoft Paint and just copy and pasted, like, Gryffindor Google search results. Yeah. And just threw it onto an apron. I was going to say, that store is mostly kitchen stuff, correct? Aprons and spatulas. They don't do a lot of cooking. Aprons and spatulas. They don't do a lot of cooking. Maybe potions. If you made like some Mm. cool like... Cauldron? I saw cauldron cookie jar. I don't know what that okay. was for. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think that was Williams and Sonoma. But I'm saying if you made a cool like potion set, like canisters for your kitchen that looked like potion things or something, yeah. that's kind of like an aesthetic, I could kind of get that. This was just straight like Gryffindor vomit on a, uh, yeah. what do you call it? An apron. Apron. Yeah. <laughs> so mad at can't even find words. And then I saw Alex and Ami, like the yeah. um, jewelry. jewelry is now doing a Harry Potter collection. And it's like, and then there was some like quilt company that had like $400 ugly ass quilts. I, what? I like, mm. on one hand, like this is coming from someone who is currently wearing a hand-knitted Harry Potter sweater. Yeah. So obviously I am meant to be the demographic for this shit, which is like people that loved Harry Potter as a child and who now have jobs and money. And a house. I guess that's what they're going after is like post the post Potter like, yeah. like young adults. Look at us, we just named the cultural trend. Yeah. Um, but I'm not buying it. Thankfully, because we don't have the money we to buy it. We don't have the money to buy it, literally. But also But if you sponsored us <laughs> Pottery Barn, hit me up. Um so I'm just sick of I'm sick of them t- trying to monetize it. It used to be such like a fan thing, like you go on Etsy and you buy like a cute thing made by a yeah. fan. And now it's like fucking Williams and Sonoma. I remember when it was a big deal when, like, the first, like, Harry Potter, like, action figure was available. Like, WB had, like, branded it. 
Like, does Joe Rowling still have to, like, sign off on all this stuff? Maybe. I think, like, the official ones, like Williams and Sonoma and yeah. um, Annie and Alex and stuff. I don't know. How many years are we away from the first remake of The Sorcerer's Not Stone? that many. Yeah. What I want... Somebody please listen to me. One of our four followers that maybe has some power. <laughs> please give me a Marauders miniseries. Oh, yeah. Please. I don't want... The Fantastic Beasts. I don't want Cursed Child. Oh, I don't they're want. Still doing that. I don't want fucking Gellert Grindelwald. I want my Marauders prequels miniseries. Please and thank you. Nothing else until then. Uh, so yeah, I'm unhappy with Freeform. I do want to say a big thank you to FXX. Back when I was young, there was only one FX channel. Okay, there's they more split than off. One? Yeah. Okay. So FXX is the one that just has the same movie pretty much on repeat. At the time, about when I get home from work. Not Hocus Pocus. Originally, it was... Wait, the same movie every day? Practically. So it was 22 Jump Street for a while, and then it was Ted for the last week. Right. But around 5 p.m. Central Time, that's pretty much the only channel with something watchable. I've gone back to watching MTV for music videos. Yikes. You didn't tell me. That. When were you going to make I left it on one time. Oh, was that why I ended up watching Shawn Mendes? Yes. Did you know he's only 19? No. It makes sense because he looks about 12. Okay. But... It's all lining And up. he's so boring looking and talking. Yeah. He's a real boring dude. Yeah, he's very His music safe. is so catchy, but he's so boring. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. that went off on a tangent. Well, that was mostly my bad news. The, <laughs> that was part of my bad news. Okay. The movie that I watched that was on TV that I hadn't seen in ages... Yeah. That I got a bit absorbed I swore in. you watched three movies last night. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's about four hours long with the amount of commercial breaks. You started it before dinner, and I checked in with you while I was going to bed, and it was <laughs> still, still playing that same theme. Mostly I just like the music. It's and so then catchy. you were humming it for the next 12 hours. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we also, have we talked about the Twilight movie we watch on this podcast that we've been doing? No, I think we were too embarrassed to Well, discuss. we did like a hate watch with a... Uh, trying to find some friends meet up and we watched yeah. breaking dawn the, the second half which i'd never seen yeah. there are so many famous people that somehow stooped low enough to be in that movie or maybe it's before they were famous yeah i think so so there's rami malik who's like a real actor now quote-unquote right. real actor yeah. there's the guy from no fisher from shameless sure he's like one of the like not main characters but secondary main characters on yeah. shameless and then that girl from westworld i wouldn't say she's famous but no. i recognized her i'm still devastated that uh, Anna Kendrick didn't get a send-off in that series. Yeah, not even a little bit. Those high school kids, I guess, so emotionally invested in them. Except for that long credit scene. Jesus. Oh, yeah, when that they just did weird. montages of everyone. It like, looked like memoriams. Of, yeah, yeah, as if it was an Oscars uh, remembrance ceremony. Yeah. Um, you also wanted me to remind you mm-hmm. about the song that you hate that's on the radio. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it your bad news, too? No, forgot about it. My God, did you look up what it's called? Who the artist is? I just is? wrote, I don't want to be a live song. The suicide <laughs> song, I call it. I understand that emo. I want to be alive today. That's <laughs> oh, God, you promised me you weren't going to sing when <laughs> we started sorry. this podcast. <laughs> My voice cracked. Who can relate? That's yeah. what it um, I understand that emo music is like a thing. And like, you know, sad teenagers have to have an we'll get outlet. We'll some dyed black bangs pushed to the side. Yeah, but like... One single tear. That's music that you, like, go to Warp Tour for to, like, bang out to. Like, you don't listen to that on your pop radio stations. Yeah. Like, I don't know. A lot of families, I'm sure, drive to work. I know I sound like such a boring old person, but I'm sure... You don't even I'm have sure, any kids. You're not even a dad yet, and you're sounding like a dad. I'm sure that there are, like, lots of kids in the car. Like, just l- let's know, listen like to the talk radio. Yeah. I, I don't want to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. I just want to die. Like, I just... 
I'm shocked that that gets passed. Like the last song that made FCC me feel like shit. that was that song. Um, Run fast because they're gonna shoot you. What was that song? Yeah, not foster the people. Yeah, yeah. Never liked that one. Yeah. So, jeez, people. It relates. Did you see that article that someone published about how the new young adult book trend is suicide? It's not, not good. Be a trend. First of all, don't call that a trend. Second no, of all, you can't why glorify this. this. Um, and <sighs> you just hated the book that you read. Ah. <sighs> God, finished a nice literary book, gave it, just gave it a D Can plus. I just, did I recommend this one or not? For the people. No, no. Thank you. A D plus that I picked out on my own. But, in my defense, Zadie Smith, person of color, female author, basically you did recommend it for me. <laughs> just You're the one who wanted to be a better feminist this Yeah. Year. I liked... Did you um, read White Teeth? I liked her? White Teeth, mostly. And this one just felt like it was very rushed, I wrote in my review. It was like kind of a... Like, almost... It was just a bad attempt at a literary book. Yeah. And she jumped uh, time periods every three-page chapter, almost. None of the characters were well-developed. Uh, and, yeah, I got through it fine. It wasn't really a slow read, but it was just, yeah, not good. All right. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, and do you want to mention where you made that review that the people can read? Bookdigits.com. B double O K D I G I T S dot com. An alternative to Goodreads. Ooh, bad reads. <laughs> um, make a free account, mm-hmm. track the books you've read, see how you're going with your reading goal, see if you can ever get to Red Diamond status. Right now, there's quite the race between Elizabeth and Bennett over here. Uh huh. And who just won the Book Digits raffle? She did. She actually won it. Just by reading books, you yep. can win prizes. And spoiler alert. Yeah. She may be an upcoming guest. Oh, we'll, we'll see. Drop that. We'll see. For now, it's on to bad news, good news, because I'm already talking about bad stuff, and I'm going to continue. That was a terrible ending of the song. We need to work on that. Yeah. Um, so you want to do bad news first? Yeah, I don't have much left, because I went on my rants. I just had a quick rant on emojis. Okay. How do I get new emojis on my phone? I don't care is my <laughs> okay. answer. Because the internet I just... I only just found out the... how to use the Instagram filters that make your face look like different things. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you're going to go blackface, you're saying? No, Jesus. Did you see that guy that dressed up as Colin Kaepernick for Halloween? As some cop, a white cop, went blackface and had a sign that said, like, we'll kneel for work or something like that. Hmm. Terrible. Uh, Internet's way too obsessed with emojis and reading too much into emojis. And you also got upset that you couldn't see the emojis because you're the only person that reads Twitter on on a computer these days. Yeah. When I had my... Yeah, not every device will show... An emoji the same way, which is what leads to this big kerfuffle this week. Okay. Did you hear about the cheeseburger emoji? I saw about it and I said, mm, don't care. And I, I said it the first life. five times and then it said that the CEO of Google had commented on it. Because the cheese was underneath the burger? Can you not steal my oh, thunder sorry. on my bad you news? You asked me if I'd heard about it. Yeah, you should say no. <laughs> I did we hear rehearsed this it. all in no, rehearsal. did not. Oh my god. So, yes, there's a cheeseburger emoji. I believe its actual syntactical equal is that it's actually the hamburger emoji. So there's a separate controversy. Should it have cheese? Is it just a burger emoji? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, Apple and Microsoft. I'm going to start singing that song. <laughs> You're just about to die. <laughs> so, yes, in, in Apple and Microsoft and a few other, the cheese is near the top of the burger, above the meat, below the bun. The Google one shows it. Slimy cheese at the very bottom underneath the burger. And people started a storm of controversy over this. So much so that the CEO of Google literally tweeted and said, 
obviously tongue-in-cheek. This is our top priority. Everyone's working on this to get this fixed. Do they not realize that, like, people don't have power? Like, I get it. It's fun the first time you go on the internet as a young person. You're like, wow, I discovered something that, like, maybe people aren't noticing yet. But it gets old after a while. And it's just, things get circulated so much and it just becomes a thing. Yeah. Everything has to become a thing. We talked about this before, how all, like, the, the news sites need so much, like, content these days. Sure. And everything just becomes a thing. Yeah. But I'm sick of everything being... All right, give me some good good bad news. You want me to give you some bad news? I yeah. thought this was going to be your bad news. Do you not remember that I brought this up? Huh, what? That Papa John's is blaming its lack of sales on the NFL protests. Yeah, that was another one that I didn't click on because I was just like, darkness, darkness in there. <laughs> there was a couple other ones that I, I don't, I can't even, like news stories I just can't deal with this week. Yeah. Um, but. No, yeah, I definitely tuned out a lot. And I think. I didn't really turn out the Papa John's one because of the political impact, but mostly because Papa John's pizza, I just remember being really, really bad. And everything I read about it says it's really, really bad still. That very ties nicely into the next thing I was going to say. So Papa John's has shitty pizza, and yeah. they're blaming it on, on black people wanting racial equality. So then people don't watch the NFL and then don't see the commercials for shitty pizza and then waste their money on shitty pizza. They don't waste their money on shitty pizza. Right. Lack of sales. Okay. So, anyways. So, they're going out and buying high-end pizza? They're what are they spending their money on? No pizza. Anyway. Burgers so, with cheese all over the place. Yes. So, that's bullshit because their pizza just sucks. Yeah. That ties into what I was going to say. I had started ranting on this in the car the other day and you were like, save it for the podcast. Yeah. That happens a lot, so I don't remember which one this was. Maggie Steffenbotter, The Raven Cycle. Yeah. Got real upset. Don't mess with my woman and her young adult author. She is so, a... So, she tweeted... Something about uh, if you want more content and if you want a box set and you want like short stories to do with the Raven Cycle, then stop pirating my books. She right. essentially she was um, reacting to a post on maybe Twitter where someone said, "Like I love these books, but I actually pirated them. Sorry, Maggie, or something." Yeah. So this is the author. The series is called The Raven Cycle. Yes. It and had four books. You, yes. And if you listen to one of our earlier podcasts. You listen to me get real upset about book four of the quartet because it was fucking terrible. This, I got really into this. This was like one of the young adult book, like series that I got really excited about. Yeah. I was like, I really like this. It's really addicting. It's got unique, unique, um, ideas yeah. and good characters and good relationships with the characters. And then the fourth book was just terrible. She obviously did not know how to wrap it up. Uh-huh. And she introduced all these new things in it that nobody cared about. Like three quarters of the book was all these new characters that, Nobody wanted to hear about because they just wanted the previous three books like wrapped up neatly. Yeah. She kind of tossed aside or really like rushed some of the relationships and some of the other like main characters that they started with. Mm -hmm. And then the ending was just absolutely a cop out and terrible. Hmm. Terrible. And so now she's saying. So now she's blaming piracy on her sales. Right. Saying that like I didn't have enough sales to be able to put out a box set and to be able to release like some sort like novellas in this universe because all y'all pirated my books. So basically, her publishing company didn't think she had enough of an audience Correct. for it. And she was she was basically saying, this is the series that I get the most attention about. Yeah. In terms of people tweeting me and people, like, loving it. Yeah. But it, my sales don't reflect that, and it's your fault because you all pirate the book. Yeah. I mean, present company excluded, I don't think book piracy is that big of a thing. No. I don't think there's a huge underground market for PDFs. I have may have once or twice in my mm. life gotten a PDF of a book. Yeah. Um but I don't think that 
you can blame your fucking shitty fourth <laughs> book of a series and use that as an excuse for not good sales numbers. Like, I have literally told people, don't start the series because it will let you down in the end. So maybe if right. she had a better book, more people would pick up the series and word of mouth yeah. would have gotten That's around. That's why her sa- have- sales are being damaged because people read the reviews of the last book and realize yeah, it's not worth it. Exactly. And I'll, I know I do know some people that, you know, and I used to be a little bit more like this. You don't want to start a series until sure. the whole series is out. Yeah. And in this case, I really liked the first two books. The third book was just like, okay. And then the fourth book, absolutely terrible. And I literally have told people, and I've seen a lot of people writing on Tumblr and on review sites, yeah. like, don't start the series. Or if you do, be ready to be let down because the fourth book is that bad. So I'm sorry. And seriously, this lady has... A sizable audience separate from the whole piracy issue. So you're not doing yourself any favors by whining about this kind of stuff. Yeah, and like, I should say, I am not... There are struggling authors sitting at home (laughs) drinking the same bottle of wine they had last week, trying to conserve (laughs) energy in the middle of a brisk late October, early November winter. Snowstorm. Yeah. Um, So I should say that pirating shit is bad. Like... Piracy harms, as the the adverts say. Now, now there's a link that says, if you'd like to learn about more more about how piracy harms, please click this link. Yeah, I want to like, know the stats really on that. Yeah. Um, anyways, I am not a proponent of piracy at all, but I also think that uh, you should not be blaming pi- like this perceived piracy, that you've had yeah. proof of maybe one or two people admitting it, and blame that on your on your sales number when your fourth book was just plain terrible so sorry Matt. i think we i can say for the both of us happy to have anyone pirate eat any of our books yeah no argument put up yes spread them to everyone just fucking print them out i'll print them for you <laughs> sure. for free and give we'll them ship. to you we'll ship um the other bad thing the young adult themed yeah there is honestly going to be a Hunger Games theme park. Every single time I see this. I think this is another bit of your fake news. Every single time I see this, I think, no, nah, that's not real. I, hmm. Like, there are a lot of Like, is it going to be <laughs> Laser there, tag? There are a lot of universes that I would be like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I'd love to go to Middle Earth. Like, we've been to New Zealand. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, sure, I'd love to go to Hogwarts. We've been to Harry Potter World, like, three times. Yeah. Hunger Games, I never once crossed my mind, like, damn, I'd really love to be in the Hunger Games. Yeah, I'd have to kill my, like, my... Like, maybe the train between districts, <laughs> but I'm not going to get off at any point. <laughs> no, maybe the capital. Like, maybe, like, a video of it. Yeah. From afar. Yeah, I'd like to dress up, maybe in a wig. But it's like, yeah, I really love, like, a fallen dystopia America, and I'd love to go there. I'd love to jump on that like, cornucopia. Like, pretty much there. Mm. Um, so we don't have to wait too long for that shit before probably Republicans are putting our children in yeah. Hunger Games arenas. Um, but that is not on my list. Like, that might even be worse than the Avatar theme parks. Yeah, I James think you Cameron's have to admit Avatar. that. Yeah. Like, I think there's actually a worse idea. Because one, if, if anyone actually remembers James Cameron's Avatar, yeah. it was a kind of a cool universe. Yeah. It was a different planet. It was a different planet. Yeah. Hunger Games? No thanks. Yeah. That's stupid. Okay. Do you want to do your good news? Yeah, I'll go quickly since we're uh, ranting we're a lot. eating up the minutes. Uh, People love us; they want more. My good, my good news is about Eminem, <laughs> the, the rapper, the okay. rapper, the white rapper. Yeah. Um, did you follow the New Zealand story at all? Last thing I heard about him was when he was on the BET um, hip hop awards, awards or, thing, yeah. and he was like digging into Donald Trump. That's the last thing I heard about. You don't know anything about the New Zealand bit? No. No clue. No clue. clue. The only thing I know about New Zealand is the the cool director of Thor 
in a, unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Eminem has been suing the the, the, the one country. of the political parties of New Zealand for the last like twelve months. Why? For they ran song? an ad for their campaign, and it basically used the beat and the sort of rhythm of "Lose Yourself," but they did not. Well, that's not it. So that, we're fine. <laughs> that is it. Lose yourself in the music, the moment. We, we can't do that. We'll get sued. <laughs> So he's, if he listens to this podcast, I will happily be sued. <laughs> you know how much take our books, sue us. <laughs> Do you know how much press we would get if Eminem sued That's us? That's true. Maybe he'd freestyle against us. That'd be so cool. He can diss me any day. So, anyways, they used his song without permission, without getting any rights to it, and he won the case as of this week. A okay. political party now has to pay up because they used his. Song without, you know, broke the copyright, basically. Okay, that's your good news? Well, the good news is that he said he's going to donate all the money from winning the trial to Hurricane Relief. Okay. Speaking of Hurricane Relief, that was the best part about the World Series, was the T-Mobile. I know their ads got ridiculously annoying. but Free they, tacos. That means- and I was going to say the free tacos, <laughs> too. Yeah, lots of money for Hurricane Relief from all those home, ridiculous amount ridiculous of home runs. Ridiculous amount of home runs. And yet, I think baseball, from now on, every day there's a steal, we should get free tacos. We still didn't go. No, God, Nobody no, I would never Bell, eat a Taco but Bell, But the no. idea of a free taco yeah. is what makes you happy. I like rooting for free tacos. Yeah. Um, I have a couple good newses. Most okay. of them were, like, last minute in here because I was struggling with good news again this week. Okay. Um, first good news. Yeah. It's a little bit of bad news for you because I know you're mad at me. Okay. I watched a carpool karaoke without you because you weren't home. Yeah. Um, it was with Sam Smith, who, like, got skinny. Yeah, I'm not loving the new song, but okay. Um, the carpool karaoke is really good. It seems like him and James Corden are, like, bros. And James Corden is definitely bi. He was vibing quite a yeah. bit with Sam Smith on his you, gay stuff. Honey, you read way too much into these. What was the we're last gonna watch, one? We're going to watch this later, and you're going to be like, yeah, he's What was the last one where you said he feels uncomfortable next to Miley Cyrus. Oh, Miley. He did feel weird next to her. Can't make eye contact with her. He's driving a fucking car. He should no, be looking at the person. In other ones, in, like with Demi Lovato and with some other people, he's yeah. like he's like holding their hands and singing to them like Adele. Yeah. They were like BFFs. With with Miley, he's kind of like edging away from her body language. I can read into the body language. He was not comfortable with her. Okay. But he was hilarious with Sam Smith. Really funny. And there's like a surprise twist at the end. Do you, do you want Hot me to twist. drop you some sad news in the middle of this? Why? There was a carpool karaoke done with Linkin Park like a week. Oh, I knew that. Before the lead singer, but it was the Apple Music himself. one, so I don't. Right, it wasn't the real it. one. It was very strange because Ken Ken Jong. Was the side guest? No, that's the thing they do, that they, like, match they invite a random person. But, yeah, who would ever thought that would have mixed with Lincoln Park? Yeah, I don't know. But, anyways, it was very, it was heartbreaking. Well, supposedly they had to ask the family, like, they yeah. left it up to the family whether they would release it. Yeah. I didn't but it, it broke my heart because throughout the whole thing, Chester is saying how this is so awesome, this is, like, the best day of my life, I've never been so happy... Clearly he was not. Well, that's the thing, though. That's what people don't understand about depression is that you can be very happy in certain moments, but it's like an Five days later, things can change. No, but the night before, do you see the photos of the video they released over the night before? Mm Mm-mm. He was, like, playing a board game with his family, and they had him, like, laughing and having a good time, and that's what people don't get. They think, like, if you're, like, they'll notice if someone's sad all the time or something, but it's not what depression is like. Who can relate? (sighs) No, that song is a terrible. Thank you. Um, Get back to good news. Why did you bring that up? This is supposed to be the good news segment. Uh, you never follow the rules. Um, 
So anyways, that video was really good. We'll watch it later. Yeah. Um, the other funny video I saw was Jeff Goldblum. Rating you have this weird thing about Jeff Goldblum. Rating tattoos of Jeff Goldblum. Like people who, Wait, other people who other have people tattoos. who have the, his, his who face have a tattoo of a him? lot of them there was tat but people that had tattoos of his face and he rated them and took it very seriously and also like complimented on like the people's skin and how smooth it was and like it was like the fr- a freshly peeled looking at a freshly peeled with a live specimen freshly peeled apple he compared someone's skin Ew. to <laughs> that racist I don't think so he was just saying it was very smooth and shiny okay. um, it was very funny he took it very seriously. And then gave, wow. them, gave them 10 out of 10 gold blooms instead of 10 out of 10 stars or something. You can't predict really people. Weird. They're really, yeah. Um, and this last one is not really good news. It's kind of just medium news, but it's bad news that turned into good news. So obviously we talked a little bit last week, I think, about like Harvey Weinstein and all that. Did we? Did we not? I think we skipped over it. Oh, okay. Well, everyone um, is, everyone basically is either an abuser or has been abused. There's not much in between. Yeah. Yeah. Which is obviously a problem. Yeah. Um, so, did you see the Twitter thread? I know we've talked about how Twitter thread should just be a blog at this point, but mm-hmm. um, about equating sexual assault to stabbing, but like flipping the script. I did see you post this, yeah. It was really, did you actually read through it? Not really, no. Some of the responses were really hilarious. So they're saying because people underplay... It was basically, it was basically like, he wore a short sleeve shirt. Did he expect not to be stabbed with all that skin out in the open? Right. And, like, it doesn't count as stabbing if I'm sharpening my knife in front of them in a closed room. Yeah. So. I guess my only pig-headed male rebuttal mm-hmm. is that there are degrees of sexual harassment and sexual assault. There are degrees of assault, but that does not mean, it's not, I guess that's the problem. It's not black or white. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think, well, if I didn't do X, Y, and Z, it's not assault. Yeah. And that's a problem. It's still, there are levels of severity, yeah. but it still counts as assault if someone gets groped, like, on a subway. That still counts as assault. So that's not rape, but it's assault. My takeaway, I'm just never going to touch anyone else except for you, I think, from now on. But that's part of the problem, too, is that men think that, they're like, oh, well, I can't even flirt anymore without it being assault. And it's yeah. like, you need to know the lines. I, is it fine if I just don't touch anyone? Sure. Okay, that's going to be my approach. You shouldn't feel, like, afraid to talk to a girl because it's going to be misconstrued. No. I'm good enough at flirting. I can just use my words. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of ended the good news on a bad note. But it was really funny, especially for... Everyone should read it, I think. But especially for women, you'd probably find it extra funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll try and retweet it on our, on our uh, Twitter account. Okay. Are we jumping into... Do you want to do the book or the movie first? What do you think? I trust that you know what's on the agenda. Do you know what's on the agenda? Yeah, vaguely. Um, why don't we do the movie first? Okay. So... Okay, Clarence! Clarence, go to the movie! <laughs> Thanks. Um, My guardian angel! So, we're gonna do the Jungle Book. We are? <laughs> what did you think we had? You said... You trusted that I didn't Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. What did you think we were doing? I wanna be like you... That's not what you had in your notes. Oh, I had nothing in the notes. Let's proceed. Oh my gosh. Who's running this podcast, anyway? So we only watch this movie as a last resort. Because Disney is stupid. Mm -hmm. And even though I own all the VHS tapes, I cannot find them anywhere to stream. Yeah, I don't know why you say the bit about the VHS Because I own the movie. It's very frustrating that I own the movie and I can't watch it. (laughs) You could go get a VHS player. Yeah. Also known as a VCR. But I just... 
want to watch the movie. So like, you, I have you're, it. you're a fan of the buy one, play anywhere. Amazon supports that for some books and for music. You know, when you buy yeah. the physical CD, you get the But MP3. I feel like it should be that for movies. And I'm not saying that's just because I bought the movie in 1994. Yeah. I should automatically be able to stream it. I'm just saying it's frustrating to me because I, like, I own the movie. So The Lion King is vaulted right now. So we couldn't watch that. You weren't feeling some of the other animated stuff. So we settled on the live action Jungle, Jungle Book. Book with one human character. Yeah. Um, so... My overall takeaway from it is I wish we had just watched the original animated version of The Jungle Book. Yep. The whole time watching it, I was like, this isn't as good as the animated version. Kept waiting. I was like, this is going to be a good song coming up. Good they song coming up. They didn't play the best song. They didn't do any songs except for they had fucking Christopher Walken sing. Yeah, that was... You want to be like, you? oh, oh. Um, the best song is the elephant song. Yeah. Up, two, two three, four. a cute little baby elephant. Yeah. That's the best song. And they skipped that song. Yeah. Um, it was Okay. Um, I was impressed with the little boy. Yeah. He must have been acting in just literally a room full of green with a green puppet. The so, 12 Andy Circuses. <laughs> yes. Circi. Yes. They had to clone Andy Circus just for this movie. <laughs> um, I, mostly I thought that they just stole a lot from other movies. Mm-hmm. And I know that the Jungle Book is not like the most original co- content to begin with. Yeah. But like. The whole thing with the mama wolf was just Tarzan. I was waiting for her to burst into like some Phil Collins. Yeah. Um, he got Mufasa, you said, during he the movie. Did. He got so Mufasa. <laughs> he got Mufasa. A rampaging, yeah. There was definitely a moment of like when they went sheer con, and it just made me think of the Star Trek con uh, thing. Yeah. Like, it just, I, I, my note was this is literally Lion King with sheer con as Scar and wolves instead of lions. Yeah. Like, because he comes and takes over the wolf rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the pup, the, the wolf pup was like a six week old puppy for like six months in mm-hmm. the movie, which was really irritating. Mm. Um, and also female wolves can't just take over. That's not how, that's not how like science works. I mean, this is modern day wolf packing. I don't know. Um, I also originally thought, I knew Scarlett Johansson was in it. Yeah. And I got a bit confused. And I thought she was Sheer Khan, a.k.a. like the angry tiger. <laughs> While we were watching it, you thought? I was waiting because I thought that's who she was, but she was actually Ka. The snake. The snake. But their names are Ka and Sheer Khan. Gotcha. So I got them confused. And when I had originally read it somewhere, yep. I got it at, like in my head. I thought that she was the tiger, and no. I was really confused. She is not could the happen, tiger. Could happen to anyone. <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> um... I thought my biggest takeaway was I have renewed faith in this live-action Lion King, even though there's zero humans really? in Lion King. But I, I thought the, whatever you want to call it, animation, CGI, whatever it was, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. They it, looked like real animals. It wasn't distracting. I was afraid it was no. going to be distracting um, of like how bad the CGI was or something. No. Like we just talked about Breaking Dawn. I can't believe I'm bringing this up two times in the podcast. But yeah. the baby, the child. Oh. Like, I never watched this when it came out because... It's terrible, but the child was. That's. I, it was hard to watch. We played a drinking game version of it. It was. It was rough. Um, so yeah, the CGI was good. Um, I also. It also had a good Lord of the Rings moment. Uh, what like would he that vowed be? to no one, little Mowgli. Like he's yeah. supposed to bow to the elephants and said they bowed to him because he saved them. Yeah, he, yeah. Mowgli was. He didn't really listen to too many people's instructions. But, but that's but... kind of how the original like content is as well. Yeah. And I also wrote down that um, Baloo and Bagheera are his gay dads, but I know you don't like when I bring gayness into things that... <laughs> Forced gayness. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay. They were definitely his gay dads. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was all right. Would you say it's, would you recommend it? Is it worth watching for people? I don't know. For a free Netflix stream? Mm-hmm. Like a background movie, maybe. Like if your maybe. kids don't shut up or something. I mean, yeah, I would have felt differently if the original songs were there. It just really bothered me that, that they had One the song. giant king of the apes. Yeah. Or orangutans, whatever he is. I was getting annoyed about the... I'm I'm too much too much of a scientist, I guess. Yeah. About the primate, the different primates as well. Okay. And the the differences between monkeys and apes and whatever. Anyway, hmm. <laughs> you're giving me that look again, like you don't know who I am. Um. So I don't know if I'd recommend it. It was fine. Yeah. And I was it definitely kept my interest, but I came came away with it feeling like I miss was missing something. Like I just wanted to watch the original one instead yeah. for like the good songs and and stuff. I agree. But you're excited for the Lion King then. I think so. How do you feel about Beyonce being confirmed? Um, I'm uh, like, but she's not acting. She's voice acting and singing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like it's not going to be like the Broadway one where they're just wearing like costumes. Her and Donald Glover. You think it's not going to be the same exact script? But the songs will have to be almost the same. Going to be the same script. You think? I don't know. I'm nervous. They're going to stretch King. it out. Lion King is my second favorite Disney movie, probably. They're probably going to butcher it. What I'm really worried about is Timon and Pumbaa. I usually say their names wrong on this podcast. Yeah. Aren't, and aren't warthogs, like, exceedingly ugly? Um, yeah, they're not, they're not real attractive. Like, they made Pumbaa pretty cute in the animated one. They took out all the hair. They've got a lot yeah. of hair. I'm not sure how they're going to pull that off if they have to simulate a real... Did you know toothbrushes used to be made out of boar bristle? Boar hair? That's not vegan. No. Not kosher. No. Hmm. Pretty gross. Wow. We're bringing the facts. <laughs> Fun facts. Um, is that all we got to say about Jungle Book? Yeah. All right. I think it's on to... The, the children love the books. It's almost time to watch Elf. It's snow today. I think mm-hmm. that means it's time. Winter is here. It was like proper winter snow as well. I, I was just saying that I like don't want everything to be Christmas already, but the snow. Yeah, didn't you're make me a sucker. See, I'm a sucker for for mm. good snow. We didn't even finish raking leaves, and it's already snowing. Yeah. All right, tell me about so, this book. The book. This is this is a book that I made you read. True. Um, this is we're going to be talking about the fifth season, which by is NK the first Jamison. book in a series. Gosh. Yes. The. What's the trilogy called? Obelisk Gate? Is that the trilogy? Or is that the I next think book? so. That no, that's the next one. That might be the next The Dark book. Earth? The Hidden Inheritance Earth? No, Inheritance is her other trilogy. Oh, good lord. Um, so, I have read the Inheritance tri- Trilogy, which is her other series, and I did not think you would like that. Right. Um, you told me this is, was the safer bet. It is very political intriguing, and it's got, like, gods that interact with humans, mm. and... Um, kind of reincarnation of the gods, and uh, yeah, I did. You hate political intrigue. Yeah, in most cases, you, you keep saying you think you might want to start watching Game of Thrones, and I don't think no, that's I know it's be a bad good choice. Um, so this is called the Broken Earth series. Broken Earth trilogy. Sorry. Yep. Um, so I've only read the first one. With this I am intending to read the next one, but I I really like her writing style and her. So she is a woman of color, mm-hmm. and. I find her uh, alternate universes or her um, fantasy worlds yeah. very well developed and very interesting because they are not from like a white dude's perspective. Correct. That was my leading positive comment about this book is that 
you know, pretty much dystopia has been done every which way possible, but this was still unique, innovative, and interesting. And she does a really mm. good job of the world building, I think. Definitely. That's about where my really positives end, though. So, so um, if any of you aren't familiar, the fifth season is the first book in, like we said, the Broken Earth trilogy. And it focuses on three different narratives yep. um, of three different age people. Yep. We won't give um, away the spoiler, but it's pretty easy <laughs> to figure out. And it is in some sort of dystopian world. Is it meant to be Earth? No. It's meant to be. A, it's a different planet. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they have had some, like, a bunch of natural disasters with, like, um, earthquakes and tectonic plates. And It's a place um, where earthquakes are very, very common. So common that people can actually, certain people can actually con- somewhat control the earthquakes. Yeah, so they have these kind of, it's not even really magic, it's more like science. They're connected to the earth, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and they can control it. So they kind of built their society around, um, the earthquake zones and, yeah. like, the more rich, uh, countries or cities yeah. are near the equator where there's less shifting of the plates and right. like the further out you go the poorer the communities are so yeah it's really interesting because she takes kind of realistic themes mm-hmm. of you know richer people have access to the better resources but then puts them in this like fantastical setting right and in the inheritance trilogy as well the main race are black people like they're mm-hmm the kind of ruling race, whereas in a lot of dystopias, they're very whitewashed or very um, just, yeah. you know, white girl saves the world, if you will. Sure. So I find that interesting as well, like the way she plays with race um, in her dystopian. Yeah, the whole are... social structure was very interesting, yeah. especially because these people who can, who can kind of harness the power of the earthquakes, they're both the most powerful people in the land, but also the most shunned because they're dangerous because... Especially when they're young, they can't always control it. If they get too excited or too angry, their powers get unleashed unintentionally. Right. So there's a bit of like a witch hunt kind of um, thing that goes with it. And um, they're also just, some of the society is a bit, um, I don't want to say primitive because that's kind of racist, Mm. but it's not very technologically developed. So people don't have a great understanding of science and of how the earth works. Yeah. Um, So they kind of don't trust what they don't understand mm-hmm. um so you follow on a mother looking for her children who have mm-hmm. been stolen away um because she is secretly one of these i want to say earth penders but that's very average the last yeah. year but um i forget what they called them in the, in the book yeah um so she's one of these like witches or whatever if you will mm-hmm. and then it follows on a young girl who gets taken away from her family because she has this power and her family has been trying to like avoid it yeah and goes to and then it follows on someone who goes to school mm-hmm. to learn how to control um right? sort of the young girl ends up in school okay. the middle one is the one going out on a mission with an experienced right. so like there's uh, like a yeah. student going out Correct. with a scholar apprentice yeah kind of um and then there's an older woman looking for her children yeah the older woman i think was my favorite plot line although by the end she kind of loses the focus of searching for her children, which baffled me. I found hers a bit repetitive. I actually preferred, yeah. I think I preferred the younger one. You know I love a good school Oh, good <laughs> Yeah, she brought them to fucking Hogwarts again. Yeah. It's a school for special kids where some of them are going to have better powers and are going to get into trouble yeah. and they're going to play tricks on each other and yeah. it's going to escalate and get out of hand. So I thought the narratives were interesting i did predict like the plot twist or whatever you want yeah. the reveal right um but it didn't bother me as much as it seemed to bother you mm-hmm. i um 
definitely got a little bit weary of it because I think the dra- the, the storylines dragged a little bit. Um, and, yeah, by the time they all, like, converged, if you will, sure, it, I was kind of fed up with waiting for that to happen. Yeah. But I thought it was worthwhile for the really good world building. And I thought it was interesting narratives, which you disagree with, I seems, but... Right. If so what's could, your biggest criticism? If someone could promise me that the second and third books live in this universe, but go off on totally different narratives, then I might actually be on board. Well, I'll read the second one. I'll let you know. But yeah, the the middle plot line of the, the kind of the apprentice going along with a scholar is where like the bulk of the action happened. And it's it just... important. It sets I, up so much of the other stuff. I guess so, but it just, it didn't do it for me. Okay. Hmm. Would you have preferred it in, told in a different way? Or do you just did not like the plot? Yeah, it just didn't really hook me. I thought they ended up in this kind of outside civilization. There was a weird threesome. Is that why you didn't like it? Oh, yeah. Did (laughs) I put that in my review? I forgot about the threesome. There was a reference to like an an oily shaft or something. It was one of the worst sentences in a sex scene in a book I've ever read. Okay. I think I'll just read my review real quick. So, again, I start with the positives, like I did here. Jemison manages to find room for innovation in the dystopian genre with some truly impressive world-building. Now, this was my next comment. The glossary, which she sticks at the very end of the book, you know how I feel about maps and glossaries yeah. and extra reading for a book you're already reading. The book I'm making you read should have a map and doesn't, and I'm going to see if you can uh, have Okay, worse. so in this case, I said this glossary should actually be read first so you get acclimated to the book's society, its setting, and all the science of all the earthquakes and stuff. But putting that all aside, there's a noticeable lack of depth to the characters in the plot. Splitting the narrative into three timelines does not create anything but confusion, and the awful sex scene near the end should never have gotten past an editor. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Yeah, that part got a bit weird. I mean, yeah. it was important. Again, young adult! Young adult. I don't think it's meant to be young adult. Hmm. This, this is very interesting. What? She just posted about this on her Twitter. How people tend to assume, especially white dudes, tend to assume that she is writing young adult because she's a person of color and young adult seems to be a bit more welcoming towards diverse audiences. I counter that. It's dystopian, which leads me to think it's probably going to be young adult. It's not really dystopian, though. Mm, True. It's more of a fantasy world. It's more of sci-fi. Is it not? Don't put me into a corner. I'm just saying. You just assumed it was young adults. Hmm. And I don't even know. It, it is kind of dystopian, but it's more of a fantasy world. It's not meant no. to be this world. It's a nice blend of things. I just <laughs> wish the story had gone in different directions and not ended up with an oily shaft. <laughs> Quote of the... That's going to be we the title. Can't put that in the, we cannot put that in the title. <laughs> it's, it's explicit. Yeah, our content is explicit. You can't put explicit things in the title. All right, we'll see. Um... So, would you recommend it, or who would you recommend it to? Uh, people who are tired of, like, the same sort of repetitions in in those types of genres, I guess. I think that's why I enjoy it, because I always say that, like, I always want to read dystopian books. Like, I read the summary, and I'm like, that sounds interesting, and then I yeah. read it, and it's terrible. So, in this one, like, I read it, and I was like, huh, that sounds interesting, and I read the, and I read the book, and yeah, I was like, that was different, and the premise up was to different, it. you know? Yeah, and it, you have to be a little bit of a science nerd to be interested in Maybe the that's why I liked it too. I don't really like geology, stuff. though. Yeah, if you're a geology nerd... Actually, if you're a geology nerd, you'll probably poke holes in it. So you have to be like a... Just a mid-level geology fan. Okay. Sort of like rocks. Casual geology. Casual lover. rock fan, yeah. 
Oh, I brought upcoming stuff to this episode. You did. You have yeah. some notes? Yeah. Good job. Do you want a piece of candy? <laughs> sure. Um, you want me to go? I have a couple, but you can go. Okay. Margot Robbie playing Tanya Harding. It was Roby. No. Okay. Via Australia. Hi, Tanya. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. Ice skating biopic. Yeah. Isn't she supposed to be the villain, though? Is that what this is? This is. Do you know anything about Tanya Harding? Not really. She's the one who stabbed Nancy yeah, Kerrigan with a. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know her life story. I meant. Well, it's is fucked up the, apparently from the trailers. Is that the point? It, it Did like she leads do up it? to that. Absolutely. Or she paid someone else to stab her. That reminds me of Blades of Glory. We need to get those Halloween costumes. Yeah. We need to watch that movie again. Okay, I don't think it's going to live up to your memory. I think but. it might. <laughs> Um, so anyways, I guess people have had mixed feelings about, like, the early trailers, but this new one looks pretty funny. I didn't actually watch and it. And Margot Robbie's pretty hot. Not that hot in this movie, because Tanya Harding's kind of... 80s? Weird looking. Yeah, 80s looking. <laughs> so With go go watch Wolf of Wall Street if you need a hit of real, real... Sexy Margot Robbie? Nude Margot Robbie. Okay. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm loving these, like, alternative sport movies. Yeah. Like... Bring on the tennis movies. Bring on the ice skating we'll movies. We'll talk about Battle of the Sexes sometime. Yep. Um, okay. Hit me with an upcoming bit. Um, Let me riff. I was just going to say that Thor is getting some really good reviews, and I'm definitely going to make you watch yeah, it. Yeah, compared to what? The other Marvel movies. Okay, exactly. It has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Of audience excitement, I'm sure. Not critical Maybe. review. What was the last one where Captain America was having a threesome with someone? I think it was after Civil War. Wasn't there a versus Iron Man one? That's Civil War. Age of Ultron? Oh, good lord. (laughs) I just wish I had a better name. Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Yeah, you should be able to pronounce these movies. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to make you see that. Okay. Um... We're going to have to go to a daily podcast. (laughs) Nobody wants that. Um... The I talked about how um, Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda, the movie becoming a movie. Yes, yeah, so they changed the title to Love Simon, and the first yep. trailer came out. Really, I don't know if it's really a trailer. It's more of a clip. Darren Chris should be in it. He's not in it, hmm. but it looks pretty cute. I have I have tentative optimism for it. I don't and really because a lot of the book takes place in emails and text messages. That's well, not, a, mm. but it's being billed as like. Your typical, like, young adult romance, yeah. but a gay one. And it's kind of the first time that that's there's been, fine. like, a big studio, like, yeah. this kind of young adult that's, fo- that's like, 100% focused on gay romance, like, up front with you, like, this is going to be two gay kids. Yep. So, I'm excited about it. Okay. I won't I also watched that clip. Parade. I watched that clip of Andy Mack, the Disney Channel show where the little boy comes out to his friend. Yeah. It was pretty cute. He got real emotional. The cute part is that these Disney Channel shows now do like the retrospective after the episode. Yeah, but it's random kids and as not if, the actors. As if they were like these HBO shows talking about what happened. I in that liked scene. it. They made some of the random fans of the show try some of the foods from Chinese New Year. Ugh. And like the show is very multicultural. I support hmm. it. Um, the only other not one as I had is the other was, Alex Mack show. Yeah, she turned into slime. Those were the good old days. White girls turning into slime. Nostalgia. Um, Crazy Rich Asians. Have you seen anything about the that? The spinoff of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? 
No, okay. it could be. Um, Crazy Rich Asians is a book that I haven't read, but I guess I should read. Okay. Um, but it's being turned into a movie, mm-hmm. and Constance Wu is the main character. I like her. She's the girl from Fresh Off the Boat, the mom. The mom. You love yeah. the mom. I love the mom. The She's so great. Yeah. So I really like Constance Wu, and she is like the main character. She's the lead female in this movie. I'm just thinking into all the, all these network comedies that I've started on airplanes that I've never caught up on. Fresh, Fresh off, off the, the boat. boat, I watched. Fresh off the boat, I watched Superstore. Was it called? Oh, was it America Ferrera? Maybe the one where they work at like a Costco. America Ferrera, you know who she is. I do. She's from um, the Traveling Pants movies. <laughs> you really think that's um, a good reference point? <laughs> Ugly Betty. Still a good reference point. I think Nothing? that's her. Yeah. The Latina. The pretty Latina girl. And then the one my sister recommended, like the Lost parody. I watched the first one of oh, that. G- uh, crack. Wrecked. 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 It's actually kind of funny. Okay. Anyways. Things for another snow day. When we have a snow day. Okay. Um, so anyways, I'm excited about Crazy Rich Asians. I feel like I should probably read the book first. Put it on my never-ending to-read list. Yeah. But... I'm excited for it, and it seems like I was just reading an article about how they like tried to whitewash it. Like the first um, couple offers of them, they wanted to change the main character to a white girl. The whole point is yep. this um, Asian American girl starts dating this um, Chinese guy and goes back to Singapore or Hong Kong with him. And um, turned out he's like he's super super rich. Like his family is crazy rich, uh-huh. and it's about kind of her acclimatizing to that world and um and she was raised in america so she looks chinese but she's never actually like lived in china so i guess some of the early offers wanted to change it to a white girl being mm-hmm. like oh china's scary but that mm-hmm. misses the whole point the whole point right. is that she looks asian but she's actually asian american and it's about her kind of journey with that got it um anyways that was a really poor synopsis of it but <laughs> i am cautiously excited to see it mostly because i want to see constance with his beautiful face okay um i think that's all i have okay i have one that will tie back to our opening uh so freeform on halloween had their hocus pocus marathon yes. which in dale's just playing hocus pocus over and over again yes which is fine um, so the news is that people are talking about a Hocus Pocus reboot. Yeah, is it necessary? And people confronted Bette Midler about whether she would appear or whether she was in support of it. And I'll paraphrase, but she was basically like, fuck no. Well, why does it need to be redone? And I would never do that. Yeah, I don't think it needs... Does it need to be redone? Absolutely not. Was it still good? I saw a lot of things being as like, is Hocus Pocus actually It was hilarious. Movie? It's so good. The three witches are so funny. It's the funniest thing the horse lady has ever done from Sex and the City. What's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. No, um, I would disagree. Footloose was her peak. Uh, whatever. You've never even seen Footloose. No. One of these but, days, we're going to make you watch Footloose, Top Gun, and Dirty Dancing. That'll be a listen, triple feature. Hocus Pocus, like, obviously is not actually scary, but when the witches go out into, like, the modern day Halloween... That part is really funny. And they are, like, confused by all the kids in costumes, and then my favorite part is still... When Satan, the guy in the Satan costume comes out and invites them in and they think he's the real Satan (laughs) and his wife is there and he's kind of flirting with Sarah Jessica Parker and it gets very strange, but that scene is terrific. What were we just found out? Oh, we just found out that the voice of the cat is also a voice in Spirited Away and he's, um, a goofy movie, Max. Max. Yeah. (laughs) 
timing. I, I forgot to mute the <laughs> exit music. Follow us on Twitter at Digital Digital Get Down. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.